Welcome to the Success Starts Within podcast, a podcast dedicated to teaching you all the tools and techniques you need to master the mental game and take your performances to the next level. Here's your host, Eli Straw. How would you rate your confidence as an athlete? Are you someone who believes highly in themselves and you would say you trust in your skills during games? Or do you doubt yourself and find that you underperform during games because of this lack of confidence? If you fall into the second category, you're likely wondering if confidence, that belief in yourself that you know you need to succeed, can be trained. Well, the answer is yes. And by the end of this video, I'm going to show you how. Hey there. I'm Eli Straw, mental performance coach and the founder of successstartswithin.com. Now, before we get into just how you can train confidence as an athlete, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and notification bell if you're an athlete looking to improve your mental game. Working as a mental performance coach, confidence is something I deal with a lot, specifically a lack of confidence. One of the main reasons an athlete will reach out to me for help is that they're really playing well in practices, but they're not playing so well in games. A major cause is typically, typically going to be a lack of confidence. But what's interesting is that they'll tell me time and time again they know they have the skills to succeed. So if they know they have the skills, why is there a lack of trust come game time? Because confidence in sports needs to be broken down into two separate categories. First, we have confidence and understanding, and then there's confidence and execution. So let's start with confidence and understanding. As you train, naturally you're going to become more aware that your skills are improving. You know, shots are going in more frequently, your time is decreasing, and the ball is leaving your hands with just a little bit more speed. You understand that your skills are growing, and so you have the belief in that understanding. How would you rate your confidence and understanding right now? Think about your skills. Do you feel confident that they are good enough to succeed? You may notice that you're comparing yourself to other people on your team or opponents you faced, thinking about how their skills are are going to relate to your skills. If you judge your skills to be on an equal or higher playing field, then your confidence and understanding is likely high. Having high confidence and understanding does not mean you aren't still wanting to improve. It simply means that right now you know you have the skills necessary to play well. The actual playing well part, that might be a different story. So now let's move on to confidence and execution. Without the belief that you're highly skilled, it's gonna be pretty difficult to trust yourself during games. But once that belief is there, it's probably safe to assume that the trust and execution is going to follow. Yet, that's not always the case. Confidence and execution means that you trust yourself to perform at a high level come game time. So you have the confidence that you can translate the skills you know you have into competition. This is by far a much more difficult form of confidence to generate than confidence and understanding, mainly because there are other factors that play into your performance besides just your physical skills. You know, these are going to include internal factors, such as your own thoughts and feelings, along with external factors, such as the opponent, the officials, or the playing conditions. As I said earlier, most of the athletes that come to me for help are seeing a difference in the way that they play in practice versus games. Their confidence and understanding leads them to realize that their execution is not matching during games. This leaves them with very little confidence in execution, which only pushes them further and further away from playing up to their potential during games. Knowing now the difference between confidence and understanding and confidence in execution, we return to the original question of whether or not confidence can be trained. As I said, it most certainly can and must be trained. No matter how confident you are, it is a mental skill that you should continually be working on just because of how important confidence is to peak performance. To train your confidence, what we're going to do is once more break confidence down into the two forms, confidence and understanding and confidence and execution. 
So let's start with training confidence and understanding. Now to build a strong understanding in your skills, you first need skills. It's not gonna do much good for us to try and get you to believe in your talents if you aren't putting in any work to improving your talents. In addition, we want to make use of reflection as a way of strengthening the trust you have in your skills. Through the combination of these, your confidence and understanding will grow. So step number one is to create a practice plan for yourself. To improve your skills, you need to be training. Whether you're in the off-season, just about to start your season, or you're in the middle to end of your season, you need to be practicing and refining your skills. This form of physical training provides you with adequate preparation going into a game. Now, to really help you ensure that you're training as much as you need to, I always recommend creating a practice plan for yourself if you don't have one already. This practice plan will include the drills you will do and then when you're going to do them. Think of this also like putting together a training routine. As you're creating your practice plan, you don't want to forget to include any strength and conditioning as well if that's not something that's already put in place by your team. A solid practice plan that includes skill work along with strength and conditioning work will ensure that you are continually making physical improvement. This improvement will add to your confidence and understanding. That takes us into step two, which is to apply the principle of reflection. As you train your skills, they're going to improve naturally. But what happens if you spend more time thinking about how much you still need to improve instead of the progress you've already made? You're going to keep yourself from developing as much belief in your skills as you could. Building belief takes reflection. You must spend time going over your progress and reminding yourself of all the skills that you have right now and all the ones that you're building. Yes, of course you're going to keep improving and keep thinking about ways that you can get better, but not at the expense of overlooking your current strengths. So a great exercise to ensure you're reflecting on your strengths is to make a list of them and then you want to reread this list each day. Another way you can apply the principle of reflection to building confidence and understanding is keeping track of your progress each week or each day in a performance journal. This is where you list out what you did well that day and then think about how you can use that to improve. So now let's move on to training confidence and execution. As your understanding that you have the skills needed to succeed grows, you want to simultaneously be working on the trust you have to really execute those skills during competition. Now, admittedly, this can be very difficult since you need trust in order to play well and you need the experience of playing well to increase your trust. So what can you do? The approach I take for building confidence and execution involves managing factors limiting performance along with using visualization to increase your belief. So step number one is we're going to work on managing factors that are limiting performance. When we look at a lack of confidence in execution, this is going to form due to poor performances. Now, the lack of trust is a major reason for underperforming, but a lot of the times the trust is absent because of mental blocks that are present. Mental blocks are frames of thought that undermine your performance. Some of the main ones are going to include sports performance anxiety, the fear of failure, perfectionism, and then also negative self-talk. By identifying a mental block and working through it, we know that your performance level is going to increase. And if your performance level increases, so will your trust in execution. So how can you go about managing fear, anxiety, the demand to be perfect, or negative self-talk? Well, there are different strategies that you can take for each one. And I've made videos that go into detail on each of them. So links to all of those videos are in the description below. So go ahead and check those out if you want to learn how you can manage these mental blocks 
that are keeping you from performing well during games. Step number two is we're going to use visualization to increase your belief. As your mental blocks are being worked through, your performance level will increase. And as you play better, your trust will grow since this trust relies heavily on the experience of success. While this is taking place, there's another tool that you can use to generate even more memory of success, and that's visualization. Sports visualization involves imagining yourself performing your skills. And when you visualize, the cool thing is your brain is firing in a very similar way to as it does in a real life situation. This is going to create new neural connections, strengthening your belief in your skills. On a simpler level, the more you imagine yourself making a shot in a game, for example, the more you are building that feeling that you've done it before. And so then if you step onto the court, knowing that you've seen yourself make the shot hundreds of times in your mind, you're going to have more trust in yourself to make that shot during the game. Knowing the experience of success leads to greater trust. You can use visualization to leverage this by building more memory each time you mentally rehearse yourself performing your skills. And so the question of can you train confidence can be answered with a simple yes. And not only can you train confidence, but I think it's one of the most important skills for any athlete to work on. If you don't have confidence, your skills are going to go to waste. No matter how talented you are, if doubt consumes you, your performances are going to suffer. And when it comes to training confidence as an athlete, you want to remember the two types of confidence we discussed. Confidence in understanding, and then confidence in execution. You first need that belief that you have the skills necessary to succeed. And then you must develop the trust that you can execute those skills at a high level during competition. It is a combination of these two types of confidence that are what lead to peak performance for you as an athlete. Thank you for watching and I wish you the best of success in all that you do. If you want to hear more mental game tips, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the Success Starts Within YouTube channel, follow Eli on Instagram, the handle is at Eli Straw, and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at successstartswithin.com.